0: Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut. Every Wednesday, you will be updated on the latest market happenings with TFC Market Updates, hosted by Rakesh and Anthony with some friends crashing from time to time. If you want to get this show and other investment-focused content on a separate curated feed, I will strongly recommend you follow our investing podcast, TFC Investors Network. All you need to do is... Is search on your favourite podcast platform TFC Investors Network And be all geeky about investing only
1: Hello coconuts Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates Where we scout the net to find worthy financial news for you CPI numbers are out as we are speaking And looks like Christmas came a little early <laughs> The stocks are going up as we speak And CPI numbers just came out So we're going to dissect that for you In our first story FTC sues to block Microsoft and Activision merger. Talk about that as that news just came out. And last but not least, the hype this entire past week. Chat GPT. What is it? Why is it special? And is it the end for Google? All this and more on our podcast. So listen in. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. Hello, coconuts. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. Yeah. We we, hey. we need to get rid of this like pause as if there's a third person. <laughs> <Yeah>. is isn't, <laughs> <laughs> isn't. But if you would like to be a guest, please let us know. <laughs> See good spin. Yeah. Good spin. yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Um well wow, this week, huh? Um as, as we were talking, Anthony. CPI numbers came out, yeah, and market uh, has been reacting, hasn't it?
0: All right. It's a good reaction,
1: right? I think, okay, if, yeah.
0: I don't know if this goes on YouTube in the end, but you see the smile on our says you know it's a good one.
1: <laughs> we are smiling, we are smiling year to year. <laughs> so, awesome. Um, and, and coincidentally, that's, of course, going to be our first story. We're going to touch a little bit on how the CPI played out uh, and what was actually released. Then we're going to touch on FTC suing to block Microsoft Activision merger. More on that. And last but not least, well, I think we've heard this name in in the hemisphere, chat GPT. (laughs) Crazy amount of uptake. So (laughs) waiting to find out a bit more here and and how, how is this going to be looking like for Google? Yep. Awesome. Let's take it away with CPI numbers. So what? When did it come out? Two hours ago. Just yeah, about one and a half 12. hours ago, actually. And yeah,
0: less than two hours ago. This is how
1: timely yeah. we are. Yes, yes. Breaking news coming to you first. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so with CPI numbers for November, it was actually 7.1% that came through. Now that is lower than expected, right? And clearly that's been, um, of course, the market is reacting really, really well right now as we are talking. But I think good to note here is that it's slowing down quite a fair bit in terms of the inflation, right? Mm-hmm. So it rose uh zero point one percent from October okay. um and slow down of October six point three percent. So actually that's that's not too bad. We we knew this was going to happen given the increase of rates that has been happening throughout this entire year. So that's that's I think something that we were talking about, Anthony, right at the start. Right? This is a lagging indicator. They're cra- they're raising like crazy. Um, but we're only gonna see it towards the end of the year and now we're starting to see this. Um yeah, how, how have your is it, how has your thoughts been?
0: I, I don't know, right? I, I mean I think the, the market reaction is just because this is lower than expected. I mean, year on year, seven point one is is high, right? Let us mm. let, make no bones about it. I think what what's kind of you know, letting people be, be a bit happier is that you know, the, the month on month was zero point one, and that's like the, the lowest it's ever been. You know. It's mm. been for a while, so you know, if, if we can continue yes. at, at this rate, um, month on month for the next year, uh, CPI is going to be fantastic, right? <laughs> um, in, in terms of getting back to to target, so so yeah, I think that that's where people are a bit happier. I'm not quite sure whether it works, and you know, I'm I'm just. Hmm. Uh, so contrary good. either way, right? So <laughs> yeah. when 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 it was going when it was higher than I expected by like zero point one percent, I was like, ah, this zero point one percent, who cares? Now we are lower mm. than I expected by zero point one percent again. Ah, this zero point one percent, who cares? Right? It it could yes. be a rounding error, you know. Um, I think what what's kind of helpful is that the the year on year increases have been dropping. I think for the last few months, mm. so. so you know, one months, one, one one is a data point, but the, you know, three, four, five months is probably more of a trend. So so hopefully this this really is the beginning signs of you know the the rate hikes kind of kicking in and,
1: and raining inflation in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um and speaking of of rate hikes, there is going to be one of course, in in December. Yep. but there was a lot of chat that it's going to be less than the seventy-five basis points that was in 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 the last time they raised it, right? Um, what is the rumor? Fifty basis points was it? 50,
0: or? 50. I, I think it, it's been like it's like ninety. The market is kind of like ninety
1: percent, ninety-five percent sure it's fifty basis points. Mm, yeah, so let's see if if that is. But I mean, running down to our day today, Anthony, like the the mm. anecdotes that we feel inflation has happened over the last year, over the last six months, even. I'm feeling it on a day to day basis. It's it's quite intense, and yeah, that's, that's us here in Singapore. How are you facing that?
0: I I don't know actually. I never really thought about it. My my electricity has got really expensive. Um, Grab is also right. really expensive to the extent that I'm taking MRT instead of Grab, um, which is why like we're recording <laughs> right. so late after <laughs> the CPI <laughs> figures came out. Um, you know, but yeah, and, and restaurants have gone through the roof. I think uh, mm. to me, it's it's been more of a supply chain and like you know all, all those type of issues than, than a pure inflation issue um or a pure u.s interest rate issue you know causing my my cost of living to to kind of come down so so yeah it, it's been a bit tough but yeah, i just survived right um hope, hopefully you got a pay rise last year um because you are not going to get one this year <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless you are a nurse yeah. or civil servant then okay fine you're, you're gonna get one right five percent right yeah yeah Yeah. i mean like i mean you know if 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 you know inflation really is mostly beaten at least you know we we still have the other side effects of um the rate hikes coming through right which is a recession and and i think you and i both kind of see this in our professional lives as well you know like sales cycles are getting longer deals are slowing Mm. down you know or just did that? They're just not happening at all. And you do a bit more structuring, and you know that I think will be the next problem we face next year. So it might be that in six months' time, when we are talking about it in June, oh yeah, inflation is down three four percent, largely under control. But we have like, literally a, a big recession coming up, and everybody's a bit worried, yeah. um, or everybody's actually in a recession rather than just thinking you know how big how or how tough the recession will be. So, you know, I think markets will kind of shift towards that positioning as well right we, we were mm. in an inflationary cycle everybody positioned for an inflationary cycle now if we are going to yes. kind of shift past that to a recessionary cycle then you know with like medium inflation then you know positioning will shift Um, the flows will shift the, the type of stocks you look at will shift again you know just to see what does well in a recession and yeah, yeah. you know um that will be interesting and by the way,
1: tech will not do well in either of these cycles, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just going to bring that up. Next year, tech is going to be insane. I think it was the government that was, I think, came out to say, Singapore government say they're expecting more layoffs in 2023 yeah. for tech in Singapore. Uh, that's going to affect us a lot more than what we've seen this year. Um, so, you know, those of you who are investing in tech or in tech, you know, exhibit A, uh, <laughs> like myself, <laughs> only investing in tech. That's going to be, it's going to be a painful year next year. So brace, brace yourself for that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy how, how quickly things change, right? Like three months ago, we were talking about a shortage of tech talent. Now we're starting to <laughs> people. I mean, we're finding people in support <laughs> functions of tech companies, but still, Cost you know, it's um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how, how quickly the tides have shifted. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. So emergency mm. funds, right? That's the most important now. <laughs> emergency funds, budgeting, <laughs> you know, you really don't start battling the hatches and then um and then you can really talk about oh what do I do with all this excess cash?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean looking at, at safe, safer plays might be a good option here. I know we're uh investing podcasts, right? Look, looking at stocks and so on and so forth. Um, but if you know, Coconuts, if you would like us to understand a little bit more about the FDs or or any other safer investments that you want us to Maybe talk about it on our podcast. We're ha- we might be happy to as well. Yeah, uh, I,
0: I'm sorry. I th- I guess that just means you ever listen to our new bonds podcast, <laughs> 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 released every <laughs> Thursday. Yes. <laughs> yes so yes subscribe to the tfc investors network where we have i think a new bond show that is pretty much released mm. every thursday we have gone literally it's not even one-on-one it's like zero, zero, zero one, right what are bonds like literally that's the first question and you know we were building nice. up from there how we look at bonds how we buy bonds and all of that so so yes you know um if fixed income or something a bit more
1: stable a bit less volatile is of interest listen to that show as well yep definitely and that's an amazing plug I have not listened to it, I'll be honest. So I'll get yeah. to it. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I recorded it. Lunch. So I recorded it. Ah, so there go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. So we'll, we'll keep you updated with the CPIs, but let's see what, what will happen over the next week with regards to the market. Let's see what will happen in December with regards to the Fed rates. Yep. All right. Second story. FTC right. sues to block Microsoft Activision merger. Yes, so
0: what. yeah, th- this is something that's kind of well, it hasn't gone on for a while. Um, I think a few months back we talked about Microsoft buying Activision up, right? Seventy-five billion, you know, third largest acquisition in history. Mm. Something like that, and we're like, oh, at the time, I was like, oh yeah, there might be rumors about anti competitive concerns, and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe, but it's hard to see where the anti competitive concerns are coming from, and Mm. well, but because it's big tech, they are not liked now. You know, there there will be something, right? There will be a challenge coming somewhere, in in the closing process, and ta da! I think many, many months on the line, we do have news that the um, US FTC is suing to block the merger. And I think last week as well, the UK um, markets and competition authority also said, you know what, we are going to review this in more detail and, and we might block it. So you know there, there is increasing momentum of you know inc- regulators looking at the deal more closely and trying to figure out, like, should we, are there real co- anti-competitive concerns? Should we you know, block this? Should we let it through? Things like that yeah and and that's kind of been reflected right. in the stock price i mean you know the acquisition price was like 95 bucks um per, per share of activision per share, um all mm. cash now now it's trading at 77 78 wow. so that's like a 20 you know spread wow. between buying now um, when the, the dog mm. is signed and, and everything is done except for merger controls and the the actual thing yeah
1: mm. Division, they're the ones that own um well they're a gaming companies, so they own a yeah. few games. They uh, own Call of Duty. That's a big one. Wow, that's massive. Yes. Yeah, I mean okay. if if
0: this goes through, you know, the the Microsoft, the, the gaming arm of Microsoft would probably be the third largest gaming company in the world by mm. revenue, um, behind Tencent and Sony. Right. Okay. That kind so, of makes so sense. Yeah, so, but, but you know that that's the scale, right? you you're they're bigger than Nintendo, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess they have Xbox. So so that, that's the last one. Yeah, Xbox but, is yeah. The
1: other. Right. Wow. And and you know when when do you think right blocking the merger so on and so forth? What do you think will happen? What happens if it doesn't go through?
0: Yeah, so I think it's quite simple, right? And it's kind of binary, which is why like merger arbitrators and things like that are kind of fun, right? If it doesn't mm-hmm. go through, then everything crashes. Um, Activision was trading, I think at 60-something dollars before the, the merger. The announcement. Um, before the announcement. So it'll probably fall below that, right? Uh, Microsoft, I mean, they, they, it probably doesn't affect them that much in a sense that gaming isn't a current core of, of their company. So uh, uh, Microsoft will still be safe. But you know, if you are a in Activision, that that's your downside, right? If it doesn't go through, it yeah. collapses. If it goes through, you make that twenty percent, and hooray! You know that that's a relatively good returns for, for a few months' wait. Um, if it yeah. you know, and if it goes through a Microsoft, uh, again, I don't think that's that's much material impact on the share price. You know, it's, I mean, it's seventy five billion, but. It's still kind of a bolt on for for Microsoft. Right? Like nobody's really sure what they are going to do with Activision, which I think is also yeah. a bit of a concern for for the regulators, right? Because like they are like look, you yeah, cloud computing, it's it's kind of vertical integration, right? You you make the consoles, you mm. you know publish some games and all that, and now you're buying another games publisher. Like does that? it's like buying a supplier right um does that create competition concerns and all that and i mean there's lots of game studios and all that so in a traditional analysis of competition you will actually say no right this is definitely i mean they are they're all relatively they're, they're not market leaders right and this would make them a market leader so there's probably you know less traditional competition concerns i think it's just with big tech coming up and you know, um, everybody being a lot more wary about creation of platforms, right, with Microsoft Cloud Gaming and all of that, Mm. then they were worried that, okay, fine, maybe I need to block this now to prevent a new platform coming up where you are absolutely dominant, right? And then I think that is the concern. And if if that is actually the reason why it goes through, it'll be tied up. You know, why it gets blocked, it'll be tied up in courts for years. Microsoft will litigate the hell out of it. Um, because it's completely new law, and you know, no nobody will. Yeah, if mm. be, <laughs> it's going to be tough to hold this one as a if I don't play the merger up, right? Because it will take yeah. so long to resolve, you know, and and it's so uncertain because it's it's all very new that you don't know when this will actually end.
1: Yeah, fair. And I think I mean they them buying Activision. I remember talking about this as well. Is I would say a pretty good move. You look at a purely Microsoft standpoint because they're trying to grow that gaming atmosphere, yeah. and they've been always second fiddle to PlayStation. Except this year, they came out to say they have been making be- like worse games than PlayStation, right? Or Sony, in that they actually mm. came out. And I never expected them to. So, <laughs> I would assume that you know purchasing this, putting in you know card together with the expertise that Activision has, would yeah. really bring that that industry or that vertical back up. So now Microsoft, this m- massive company, will be having market leaders in quite a lot of segments.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? I mean, but what, what's the new franchise that, you know, Activision has done recently? You know, I, I mean, game, yeah. gaming kind of goes on, like, they they have called well, just days, came out, right?
1: Court just came out yeah, a couple of months you, ago.
0: You just kind of have a, a franchise <laughs> and you keep refreshing it, right? Like EA and yeah. FIFA. okay. EA no longer has FIFA, but you, you kinda of <laughs> see the point. Like and, and I think that that's kind of the problem with gaming and we talk about this with Garena as well, right? And and C. Yes. You know, you are as a publisher, you're so dependent on hits that, that one hit, you know, makes all your revenue. And if you have a franchise you you milk it to death, like literally until people stop playing, then you stop creating a new one. Right? And yeah. and you know, does that, I mean, if, if that's the business model, you know, I, I don't quite see why Microsoft needs to get themselves involved in it, right? They, they can get, I mean, unless it's about denying other people that franchise, which is clearly anti-competitive and they will promise, yeah. you know, and, and cross cross their hearts, hearts and swear to die that they will never ever do it, you know? <laughs> um, but, that I think that that's really the, the concern. Like if they said, you know, Call of Duty, you are not going to be on Sony anymore. You are only exclusive to, you know, Xbox, like Halo. Mm. Then, yeah. da. You know that
1: that's that's really what the regulator is concerned about. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh man. So I think let's let's see how this plays out. When do we expect a bit more news here? Yeah, um, not not for a while. Uh, this is these are our legal
0: processes. So, you know. I think, in in the UK, we're we're expecting to hear a final decision in April. In the US, they actually will do the FTC hearing only in August 2023. 2023, geez. So, uh, you you do a hearing, then then people sit around, they decide, yeah, it'll be like third, fourth quarter before you actually get a decision, if it's, you know, favourable in terms of for Microsoft to go through, hooray, right? Everybody makes money. Mm -hmm. 20% in, you know, 10, 11 months isn't a bad trade. Um, If you... Don't and it goes downhill from there. Then Microsoft sues you're you're going to be stuck in the courts for another year or so. So you go like twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five. It's it's just one of those things where it's so drawn out. It's unlike you know, Musk, mass and Twitter. You know, it's not really open court. It's not all played out in in the public mm. domain where you can, as an investor, kind of track how the proceedings are going and, and your, your chances of winning, right? So so yeah. it's I think one of those. It's, it's a situation where you go, oh, this is really a bit tricky. You don't know how to play it. And and therefore, right. you just might want to sit it out
1: even though it's 20%. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Awesome, yeah. Thanks thanks for that, Anthony. Um, let's see how that pans out, right? August, maybe even Q4 next year. Um, but I, I I myself would be banking on this. So <laughs> I think there's money to be made elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's a
0: bit hard, right? It's, it's not like Twitter, and you go, oh yeah, sure. You know, once the court case started, okay, <laughs> definitely Twitter will win. You know, that the fear was Twitter settling yeah. instead of losing the court case, yes, right? Yes. Um, so so yeah, that that was that that was easier. <laughs> um, this is
1: really a bit difficult, so probably skip this one, yeah,
0: yeah, unless more information comes absolutely, out. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, awesome. Now I'm excited for this Chat GPT. <laughs> hey, all right, our last story. Take it away. <sighs>
0: Yeah, so well, I guess if you are just reading the mainstream news, you might not have heard of this, but yeah, ChatGPT is this you know, really really cool thing. Uh, I I can't really decide whether it's cool or scary, mm. but it's one of those things where you know if you're on Twitter and and all that, it's just kind of blown up the whole place, mm. right? So what what it is is essentially a chatbot, right? Mm. You ask it a question, it gives you an answer. Um, you ask it to write an essay, it writes you an essay. You know, um, you can ask it to write a poem, uh, or a haiku when it writes you in like you as you can write a haiku about, um, uh, maybe not TFC because we are we are not in their training set, <laughs> um, but you write write a haiku about the weather in Singapore, hmm. right? And and they will come out with you know five seven five and the syllables and and something that passes for a haiku wouldn't be great, but yeah. you know they they give an answer, and that is all automated and, and that's kind of how cool it is, right? You know, you, they just, you ask a question, it, it generates an answer for you and yes. you don't need to you know sift through it, you don't need to do research, you don't need to think about it, it just pop, here you go, mm. right? And, and it's all automated, it's all AI and I think that's why it's kind of got
1: everybody a bit shocked. How's um, it learning? Yeah, exactly. Do we know a bit more on how it's laying? I mean, I don't think they've divulged that info, right?
0: Oh, I mean, they they kind of have. So, I mean, it's it's not really, you know, well, it's kind of machine learning. It, it, it's what they've, it's called a large language model. And, and that's why they, they reply in natural language as well. Mm. Like you and I speaking, right? They don't reply in, you know, canned phrases and all that. Yeah. Um, it's essentially just go, it's just the data set and data set. Well terabytes of text and you know, they they run ai yeah they run machine learning through, through that data set mm. and what chat gpt actually does is really more like predictive text so in a sense it's not an intelligence where it has actual knowledge and like mm. if you tell them what singapore they don't know what singapore is um what they do is they, they do know the word Singapore and right? they can identify it and they do know, you know, what are the like they, I mean in your prompt you have your keywords and all that, right? So so they do know what they're asking about and they do know how to and which words should kind of come after the other in a in a sentence, right? Or in a phrase. Wow. So so it's a bit like you, you start typing, you know. Um, for for me, I start typing like "ha" into WhatsApp, mm. and then predictive text so show up. You know, either "haha" because I use that <laughs> a lot, or Haley, which is my daughter's yeah. name. You know, uh, so so that that's predictive text, right? And and that's a very very small scale of what you know, um, ChatGPT is doing. Got it. Right, because um, my, my predictive text kind of just uses my data uh, on mm. the phone. Um, you know, ChatGPT has
1: trained on like terabytes yeah. of data um, from from different right. sources. Wow. And um, I mean it, It's been making the news Because I remember seeing I think it was a tweet That was talking about The number of mil- To get 1 million users And how long it would take I think Jet, Chat GPT yeah. Was the, They said like 5 days or something like this To get 1 million users Yeah That was that For me That was like yeah, I think What's we, going we're, on
0: we're, we're like 2 weeks yeah. in And you know um, we are passed I, 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 they, they haven't released it But yeah I think right That's like 1 million users in a week yeah. But I mean, that, that's kind of a nebulous definition of user, right? Because what a user is, is literally going to their Sending. website, entering a prompt, getting an answer, and, and that's it. You're a user, yeah. you know, um, that's, it's not that you are monetized. It's not that you're an audience. You have just literally asked the question, mm. you know? Um, so, so yeah. And I think with with this sort of things and stuff. Sort of, like, I tried asking a question. I wanted to give a prompt. Like, can you give me a podcast recording of how ChatGPT would disrupt Google? <laughs> right and we'll just read it for two minutes, and we're done. <laughs>
1: Uh, but but i i couldn't um <laughs>
0: apparently there's too many queries so so I, I haven't been able to get that question but we'll do it next okay week. <laughs> right, just to see how good it is um yeah so so i think that that's that's kind of the fun part mm. right um you know and yeah it, it's great everybody wants to use it. everybody wants to try it just to see how amazing it is you you see really weird questions and answers on, on twitter but yeah. and you know that, that that's really quite interesting
1: yeah, wow. And I mean, let's, let's translate all of this back. It's taking us by storm. What does this mean yep. for Google?
0: I, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think, a few things, right? One is, you know, I mean, if you think about Google, what, what do they do? You know, you literally you, you search because you want to find an answer to something, mm. right? I'll, I'll search what is um, the law in this area or why is TFC? And then what all Google does, it, it returns you a set of links um, for, which potentially, you know, relate to your question. Um, or Yeah, you don't even ask the question, you just search keywords, right? So, so yeah. you, don't, you don't you don't, really search with a question mark, you search keywords. Mm. And then they'll give you like a list of links with like websites that might answer, you know, might, might be what you're looking for with some ads on the top, right? Yeah. Um, I think where ChatGPT kind of disrupts this is that if you are searching for an answer to a question, it literally gives you an answer. Mm. right you search what is google and then they'll go google is a company that does this this this, this. right whereas if you went to google and search what is google um traditionally they'll probably give you the google wikipedia page yeah. you know so, so i think that's a difference and if what you're looking for really is answers then hey this looks like a really direct competitor to mm. google right
1: because I, I don't need to click on links i don't yeah. need to do all of that i just get an answer yeah. In fact, if you're trying to find an answer and you're too lazy to click through the links to read it, this chat GPT effectively pops up the yeah. answer to you. Yeah. Yes, I mean don't know what it is, right? Um <laughs> yeah. oh, I think that, that's kind of been
0: a, a problem. <laughs> uh, kind of been a problem with the, the thing, right? Like I think and, and it's a concept called hallucination mm. because it, it doesn't actually know the answer. All it does is, is just predictive text and coming up right. with what the next word should be. So I think that there have been like some people who asked. I think there's somebody who asked like a legal question. I was like, "Ha, I know the answer, right?" And ChatGPT got it completely wrong, um, <laughs> like, just just factually wrong, right? So so it's not an encyclopedia, you know, um, you know, or, or there have been times where they just kind of you know ask for citations and all that, and ChatGPT gives you a citation, you know, correctly wow. formatted and all of that, but the citation doesn't exist. Like literally, that paper doesn't exist. It made up the paper. <laughs> Right, so so that that's what called hallucination. It's like, oh yeah, I, I know, I know this text follows this, so it'll give you a really realistic sounding paper, and you try to Google it, and, and it just doesn't exist. Right, right. So, sounds like you know, my I think um, English
1: essays that I
0: write <laughs> back in school. <laughs> I thought you were going to say so, so, sounds like your uni essays where you just like make up citations yeah. <laughs> and, and in.
1: Oh man, what what would be we had right? and, this back in the day? Yeah, sorry, carry on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, but but and okay, I mean that that's the that's the immediate use case, right? Homework, Homework. you know, you just submit a chat GPT answer. Um, but you know, I think that that's kind of where the the problem is because when you do a Google search and you want to make an answer, or when you want to kind of arrive an answer, you you have to go through that process, mm. right? Of okay, click on the link. Is this link reputable? Does this look fair? And you know, right. your history, secondary school, source based learning, like. Stuff, stuff, la, mm. right? When Rest GPT doesn't do that, it just very, very confidently and assertively gives, tells you that this is the case, mm. you know. And is that really the case? Like, do you interrogate it? That's can just you, all can you unknown, even interrogate right? it? The other way. You, you, you can ask follow up questions, okay. so, so, yes, you can. Uh-huh. It's, it's chat you know, you can ask a lot of questions um and and maybe you catch them in some sort of like logical fallacy and all that but hey then google is easier right mm-hmm. i i can do it all you know quite quite by
1: second nature rather than
0: having to go go through the whole process and like actually do research
1: right wow i mean in, in all fairness i think this is early days right very very early days google would probably yep. keep an eye on it but not too fast about it yet you have in your explanation on you know things aren't quite correct um, you know they, uh, Google is trying to show that they have the answers and it's correct right uh, based on whatever yeah. bots and crawlies or whatever they have. Um,
0: no, but I, I mean like Google doesn't sit still right like you, you can ask Google certain questions and they will give you the answer directly without having to go through links. like you search right at the top one USD in SGD. Yeah. Right. And right at the top they give you the answer and Correct. you can just kind of tweak it. You know, it, it quite, like these are the sort of questions where you don't need ads or you don't need other. just factual and, and they give you the answer. Yeah. So and they give you a source, you know. Mm. So you, you can kind of click through the source and, and decide whether you actually believe it and if you don't want to, that's a, a source for the, the the page for you to find. You know, so I, I mean I don't think Google will sit still. I mean they they have obviously been doing a lot of sorry. AI yeah, and yeah, machine learning staff themselves as well, mm. right? We, we talked a few months back about their image search, you know, improving. So, yeah, you know, they're they not going to sit still. It, it might really just come down to a question of business models, right? Because Google gives you a search result for free um, in exchange for ads. Mm. ChatGPT would probably not have an ad-based version because... Like how, how do you do it, right? The the point of it is to give you a direct answer. Like how do you serve an ad to that, you know? Yeah. And and so it might be just that oh yeah, you they, they license it to other people who build a UI UX on top, and then you know you answer on a per, you you pay on a per carry basis or you license or you do something else, right? And mm. that would be a different way of charging for search, Got it. right? And they don't know whether that would be more successful. Maybe it might be cheaper. Who knows. Right. But I think that's probably the way that you know the, the competition will end up. Like I think all of them will end up at roughly the same place in terms of getting people direct answers mm, or factual true. answers yeah. in less clicks. Right. True. But which which type of model and, and which is actually the more profitable company is is I think a different question. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Awesome, and I mean the question here, right? Is we talked about Google and so on and so forth, but ChatGPT, yeah. it's owned by Open AP, Open, AI. Open AI. Who owns Open AI, and how is this relevant to our investors? Nobody knows. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no. So Open AI was was founded as a nonprofit, right? Essentially, their their mission, in mm-hmm. a sense, was to safeguard, um, like was to do safe AI research. No, um Elon Musk is famously a founder of OpenAI. Right. Until he, he kind of left in 2018, 2019 because he wanted to focus on Tesla. Right. The, the usual gang, right? Peter Thiel, you know, mm-hmm. that that mafia, that PayPal <laughs> Mafia, sorry, not Mafia, PayPal <laughs> Mafia gang. Um is still there. Mm-hmm. Um and I think in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, they decided that hey, we we need too much, we need too much compute power. We need to actually hire people in. We we need to pay money, mm-hmm. right? Even if we if we want to continue this research, rather than just you know rely on donations. Right. So they opened up a capped profit company, right? Oh. To 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 let people actually invest, and it's capped profit in the sense that it's controlled by the nonprofit entity, and you know if you are a shareholder. You will only get returns up to 100 times your original investment. Um, anything more than that immediately gets swept to the nonprofit. So it's capped, but it's capped 100 times. 100 so, times so, is pretty that, good. Uh. Decent returns for yeah. anybody. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they could change the world, right? Yeah. So it's 100 th- like if you invented the internet, it's 100 times. Enough? Yeah, Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, a hundred times nobody really knows who, who the investors in the cat profit company are. But I think famously um the the big public one is you know Microsoft making a one billion dollar investment. Mm. So don't don't know if they are a shareholder or, or they did something else, but you know, they, they definitely put money
1: in. Got it, got
0: it. So so yeah, that that's one of them. And and that I think this whole network of Chat GPT that is run on Azure. Ooh,
1: now that's interesting. Spicy. <laughs> hey,
0: yeah. Hey.
1: Another non-compete blocking coming our way? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean it, it. It could. No, but I mean it could just
0: be that um. I mean when they say Microsoft invested one billion, is they gave you know chat yeah. uh, open AI one billion of cloud computing yes. power, right? For the first billion dollar of usage, I don't charge right. you, right? Instead of giving a billion in cash, yes. you know and. That might be their Microsoft's way of getting a foothold and saying, "Hey, you know what? Everybody should run their AI workloads on Azure. I I know how to do it, you know." And and I mean, obviously, AWS has their own AI team. Google and Google Cloud has you know, famously also good in AI, but that's kind of only Microsoft doesn't have it, right? Yes. So so this would be their their calling card. Mm, fair enough.
1: So I mean, bringing this back to our, to our show in terms of um. You know, we geeked out a little bit with, with OpenAI and JetGPT. Yeah. What does that mean for, for investors, right? This is something that we should look out for with Google uh, if we are invested in Google, or is it too early?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a bit too early, but, you know, it, it just kind of is it's a warning shot, right? Mm. In the sense that, you know, we, we think of Google as the disruptor, but they've been around for, what, 15, 20 years? Yeah. It might be their turn to get disrupted. Mm. You know, and and they they it's a bit like meta a year or two back, you know, you're getting disrupted. How are you gonna defend your modes and all that? So I mean if you're on Twitter, everybody goes to Google is cheap, you know, mm. it's like lowest price to free cash flow ever. Um they have a defensible mode, how can you have a different search engine? Well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. Um it's not perfect yet, it's early innings, but hey, it's no longer out of the realm of possibility, right? Absolutely. So I, I was kind of hoping that Google would, you know, collapse and, and I could buy it cheap, you know, and, <laughs> and because it will be ups and downs, so we'll see, but that, that hasn't happened yet. And with CPI today, that, that wouldn't happen. No. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, And interestingly, this might make Microsoft more more attractive, right? Because they, they are showing that they can do this um, on, on their cloud workloads. And, you know, Even more generally, if we are moving to a more AI-centric world where there's a lot more of these workloads to be run Mm. because that's how people do search in future, then all your cloud providers benefit, right? Because that is, you know, like cloud usage just increases by magnitudes and well all those need to be paid for and you know you're you're just the the gatekeeper collecting the toll so so yeah maybe you know this is another another arrow in the quiver for the the cloud providers right the hyperscalers Mm, and all of them it's not just microsoft it's like google it's also like amazon all of them will, will benefit from this wow yeah wow
1: Would we be seeing a change in the next five years? All right, that's that's a big question. Yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> fair, fair. Exciting times it is. It
0: is. Like stock prices are shit, but the the tech is great.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, um, awesome. Well, well, thanks so much, Anthony, for for jumping on as usual. Thank, thank you, Coconuts, for for listening in. Uh, we're coming closer to Christmas, so we'll see you all next week. Don't worry, we're still around. And we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, i going to ask.
0: Are you taking a break? No, no,
1: no. We're coming. No, no. Santa Claus not not coming to us. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn it.
0: <laughs> awesome, folks. See you next week. Yeah, we'll, 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 come, we'll come a bit drunk next okay, week. Okay,
1: that's you. <laughs> done. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh. And trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, Join our community telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.